Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disaster Peace Publishing House. I'm Dev Sullivan. And I am Joan Metz. And this is a show about the Wild West of weird internet literature. Dramatic, Dramatic readings, readings included. included. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Yep. And for our, our very special uh, Halloween episode, we're going to be you covering... motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry. You what? cocksucking motherfucker. What did I do? When we first did this show, <laughs> you came to me and you said, we should do Jeff the Killer, and I said no. <laughs> and what did you say? <laughs> you said, I reread Jeff the Killer. And it, it sucked. It was bad. It was not as good as I remembered it being. But... Yeah, we were, we were struggling for a way to try and make this interesting. Like, we uh, tried to find... Like maybe fun fan fiction to to riff on and yeah. just I, I and been, we were we were drawing dead, but then out of the blue, yeah, someone on the Patreon, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the creepy postinator actually reached out to us and they said because because we had been chatting in our Discord server, right, yeah. about. Uh, how much we were struggling. The Discord the server that we definitely have. Yeah, the 100% <laughs> real Discord server. <laughs> and he said yeah, that uh, back in the old Something Awful days, he was very involved in lost media preservation. Mm-hmm. And that there's a version of Jeff the Killer, like a draft, uh-huh. that's a lot rougher than yeah. the... Cause you were saying that there were two different versions of the story that are very popular, yeah. right? Yeah, there's Jeff the Killer, there's Jeff the Killer 2015, which was a, kind of a rewritten version. It's not that much more interesting, but this one is a third secret version that nobody's seen until now. Yeah, that's 100% <laughs> real, and, and uh, the sky is real, and he... A, re- a real person yeah. um, who definitely gave us this real... Uh, he works with my uncle <laughs> at Nintendo. <laughs> this is the, um, the, the first draft uh, of the, the famous story that um, everybody knows that uh, didn't get released until now on our show surprisingly and shockingly dev refused to share this with me until now and he made me put on a diaper before <laughs> before we recorded because he said that it's so scary i was going to quote shit my pants until the brown filled the room so yeah if you if, if you can hear that's a it's the crinkle of of my poopy diaper yeah we wouldn't want a haribo gummy bear situation so we're, uh... <laughs> yeah, so this very special first draft, never seen before, we're going to read it on this show. Joan, do you have any, like, uh, predictions or any anything you're, you're wanting to talk about before we dive in? Well, I don't think it's going to be that much different than the original two. Because even the major rewrite that took on its own life in 2015 isn't that different from... Yeah. The quote original unquote. Yeah. So you know, I'm imagining maybe like some rougher grammar here and there, maybe a couple of characters that got taken out for time. Yeah. I don't know. That that's my theory. Maybe there's a character that wasn't there uh, in previous. Yeah. There, there could be like some editions. some extra like subplots or. Uh, maybe even know. like a, like maybe a twist a ending. ending. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like some kind of twist ending. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The way that, that uh, 
uh, the way that these creepypastas go is they always try and go for that shock twist ending, you know? Yeah, yeah. Content warnings in the description. There's not a lot of them. This is Jeff the Killer, yeah. you know. Do you want to jump in? Yep. You ready to jump in? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. I've never been more ready for anything in my life. <laughs> so, this let's is... Get this, let's fucking get this over with. This is the original, original Jeff the Killer. Mm-hmm. Like, you've never seen him before. So... Mm-hmm. It starts okay. off more or less the same. I, I, I want you yeah, to before, tell- actually actually before I get into this, I just want to put this out there. I fucking hate Jeff the Killer <laughs> just as a cultural phenomenon. It, <laughs> it might as well have been Poop Stinko the Fart Bandit who's gonna come into the night and steal your farts. Is the sexy tumbler boy? Okay. <laughs> uh! I want you. I want you to tell me because it starts off more or less the same. I want you to tell okay. me when you think it's starting to diverge from the original story. <laughs> so here we go. Mm-hmm. Excerpt from a local newspaper. Ominous unknown killer is still at large. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. Using uncharacteristically vivid detail for a news article, a young boy bravely tells his story of surviving an encounter with the ghastly criminal. I woke up at midnight, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember closing it. I shut it once more, then crawled back under my covers, putting on Repo Men, the movie starring Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker, which I fall asleep to every night. Huh. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. All right. Well. You know, some earlier copypastas were, like, really concerned about, like, being referential. Just yeah. Was- Maybe 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 that's the 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 diverging point is that it, it started to like edit out yeah the the like those kind of references and stuff yeah although I will say Repo Man did come out in 2010 so that would date this a lot later than I thought it was huh <laughs> interesting all right well let's keep reading that's when I had a strange feeling like someone was watching me I looked up and nearly jumped out of my skin there illuminated by a thin ray of moonlight were a pair of dark ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, a broad, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there for a long time, watching me. Finally, in a way only a madman could speak, he uttered a phrase I will never forget. Wanna know how I got my scars? (laughs) Yeah, interesting. Alright. I blinked. My parents had never taught me how to react when a killer was trying to make conversation with you, much less one who looked so grotesque. But there he was, staring down at me with inhuman eyes, face split into an uncanny grin. Unable to think of any better ideas, I replied timidly, Uh, sure. The man's smile grew impossibly wider, and he began his tale. So here we get into... (laughs) The the real Jeff the Killer story, the very 100% real one. Um... (laughs) So, so it's, it's, they've got like a Princess Bride thing going on where it's like grandpa's pulling up and telling him a story. I think it's more like this killer has just started telling a story about himself, but tells it in the third person for no discernible reason. Okay, so <laughs> let me see if I get this right. This is a story summarizing a newspaper article where a kid tells a story that another guy tells him. Yeah. No further questions. <laughs> That's essentially how and now and now we're talking about it. And then if someone listens to the show and it goes and talks to their friend about it. That's like five layers ah! of Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Jeff and his family had just moved into a new neighborhood. His dad had gotten a promotion at work, and they thought it would be best to live in one of those bourgeois neighborhoods. <laughs> Jeff and his brother Leo couldn't complain, though. A new, bigger house with a larger basement that was perfect for studying the blade. <laughs> what? What's not to love? Sounds like a solid house. Yeah, no, it sounds cool as hell. As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbors, Barbara, came by to introduce herself. She and Jeff's mom chatted for a while, and Barbara invited them to her son Billy's birthday party. Before Jeff or Leo could protest, their mother agreed. Mom, why would you invite us to some kid's party? Jeff whined after the woman left. You know I don't associate with filthy casuals. Jeff, said his mother, you can't just spend your entire life chopping up watermelons with a katana and arguing about the modern Sherlock Holmes films on Reddit. You need friends. Wait. <laughs> now we're going to that party and that's final. Okay. I, is, I'm sorry, is that a second Jude Law movie? Yeah. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Hold, Hold on, I gotta IMDB this real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in... Oh, he was he was Watson. Yeah, he was Watson. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it's just been a while since I've... both of them, huh? Yep, both of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, good good actor. I never remember anything that he's in, but uh, anyway, <laughs> Jeff started to say something about how that reference would date the story a lot later than he thought, but he was stopped by a sudden weird feeling. Not so much a pain, but a weird feeling. He dismissed it as some random feeling and finished unpacking and went to bed. The next day... It's weird. You said, you said that earlier, didn't you? I know. I, I think this, uh, this, um, this text is sort of just... I think it's uh, messing with you. Yeah, maybe it's a, um, a, an info hazard. <laughs> or a cognito hazard, one of those. Uh, or maybe I just have autism and I do a lot of scripting. Um, <laughs> is there a difference? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> well, being any sort of neurodivergent and having to proofread anything is is like inviting a cognito hazard into your brain. <laughs> the next day, Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and sharpen his katana before school. As he drew his blade along the whetstone, he once again got that feeling. <laughs> this time it was stronger, gnawing at his insides. As he and Leo walked out to the bus stop and waited for their school bus, Jeff tried to stuff the feeling down, distracting himself by watching Repo Man on his phone. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I think um, the creator of uh, Jeff the Killer has a favorite movie, maybe, or a favorite actor or something. Yeah, well, you know, the Sherlock Holmes things might, might be a coincidence, but definitely Repo Man. Repo Man? Not even! Okay, that's what gets me. Not even... <laughs> The genetic opera, the fucking weird follow-up. Yeah, the bad follow-up that I only saw the last ten minutes of in a hotel room. <laughs> Which is a... It's not a good movie. <laughs> See, it's, it's like... That's what's confusing to me. I don't know. Okay, whatever. I'm tired of thinking about it. Move on. I mean, this could be Chekhov's Repo Man. I don't know. We could see it later. All of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them only inches above their laps. The kid landed Whoa, and radical. Yeah. <laughs> the kid landed and turned back to them. She kicked her skateboard up and caught it with her hands. Well, 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 she said, pushing up her shutter shades and taking a sip of her blue icy. <laughs> Looks like we got some new meat. Suddenly two other kids appeared. One was skinny and the other was pudgy. Since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. Over there is Drake. 
Jeff and Leo looked over to the skinny kid. He had a stupid face you would expect a washed-up child star to have. And that's Josh. They looked over at the pudgy kid, who actually looked pretty healthy for a child star and wasn't that pudgy now that they thought about it. You can't do that. (laughs) I didn't do anything. (laughs) Listen, this is the real first draft. If you got issues with it, like, take it up with the guy who wrote it. And I said the first kid and Miranda. (laughs) But most people call me Randy. (laughs) I handle everyone's bus fare, she says, if you catch my drift. (laughs) Randy. Leo stood up, ready to punch her lights out, when one of her goons pulled a knife on him. I guess we'll have to do this the hard way. Randy walked up to Leo and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Now it was truly strong, a burning sensation that compelled him into a violent rage, despite Leo's protests. Listen here, you little punk, Jeff said, thrusting a finger in Randy's face. Give back my bro's wallet or else. Randy put the wallet in her pocket and pulled out her own knife. Or what? (laughs) Just as she finished the sentence, Jeff popped her in the nose. He then grabbed the hand holding the knife and broke it at the wrist, sending the knife clattering across the pavement. He tossed Randy, still clutching her face, to the ground, then leapt after her goons, who were pulling out their own weapons. Jeff didn't waste any time. He knocked the knife out of Drake's hand and stabbed him in the shoulder, then then punched Josh in the gut so hard he fell and puked all over Drake. (laughs) Leo watched silently, eyes wide. Jeff, did you just beat the shit out of the cast of Drake and Josh? But they saw the bus coming, and they knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing, so they fled. <laughs> how, you, how you doing, Joan? I'm doing... Vibe check. I'm doing great. <laughs> Your vibes are good? Um, vibes are good. The vibes are funky? Just, okay. That's... My theory... My theory holds up, then, is that the thing that they cut down the most... <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture references. <laughs> Uh, I think a wise move in the long run. Yeah, probably. <laughs> By removing them, Jeff the Killer is timeless. In a way, yeah. 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 So Jeff and Leo didn't dare tell anyone ha- what happened because snitches get stitches. <laughs> Leo just thought of it as his brother beating up a few kids, but Jeff knew it was more. It was something scary. A powerful, primal urge to just hurt someone. And it was delightful. The strange feeling from earlier went away, and he went through the rest of his day riding the bliss. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was, and he said, in a somewhat ominous voice, it was a wonderful day. Next morning, he walked downstairs to find two police officers at the door, his mother glaring back at him. Jeff, these officers tell me you attacked the cast of Drake and Josh. (laughs) That it wasn't just regular fighting, and they were stabbed. Stabbed, son. (laughs) Stab, son! (laughs) To be fair, we were looking for Drake anyway, one of the officers clarified. (laughs) Wow, prescient. (laughs) Not sure how he escaped prison, but the other two didn't deserve it. (laughs) 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 I'll give you a minute. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, it makes you think that the rumors about uh, about uh, Drake Bell, people knew about him for longer. <laughs> yeah, they might have. <laughs> yeah. Longer than we give him credit for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, they were the ones who pulled the knives on me and Leo, Jeff tried to explain. Son, said one of the cops, we already know that, but if we want to move this plot along, we have to pretend it's all your fault instead of bothering to actually gather evidence. Now call down your brother so we can wrongfully arrest him and give you a motive for any crimes you might commit later on. Huh. That was a little self-aware for a cop. Yeah, self-aware huh. for a, a story, I feel like, you know. Yeah. It's an interesting fourth wall breaks there. Here, Leo exclaimed from behind Jeff, running down the stairs, I even made it easier for you to frame me. He held up a knife and rolled up his sleeves, showing cuts and bruises. <laughs> this is the weapon I used, and these are all the injuries I got from the struggle. <laughs> the officers pulled out their guns and aimed at Leo. Son, we appreciate you committing to the bit, but you have to drop your weapon, said the officer. If you don't, we'll shoot you, and because we're cops, we'll probably face no consequences for it. <laughs> well, that's realistic. Yeah, that's the most realistic thing so far. Um, Leo dropped the knife and let the cops take him away to juvie. No, Leo, tell them it was me, Jeff pleaded as the cops shoved Leo into their patrol car. Tell them I was the one who beat up those kids. Jeff, please, you don't have to lie, said Jeff's mom. God, give me the credit already! <laughs> no, put, putting her hands on his shoulders. We know it's Leo, and we're going to continue to gaslight you about it until you shut up. <laughs> Jeff watched helplessly as the cop car sped off with his brother, sirens blaring for no discernible reason. A few minutes later, Jeff's dad pulled into the driveway. He saw Jeff's face and instantly knew something was wrong. Son? Son, what is it? Jeff couldn't answer. His vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, Jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as Jeff wept in the driveway. After an hour or so, he walked back into the house and down to the basement, unable to look at his parents. After a few hours of chopping Dr. Pepper cans in half with his katana, he decided to try and move on. He put on Repo Men, then crawled into bed, hoping he could sleep off his guilt. Interesting. Huh. I think this writer okay, that's just- that's the third fucking Repo Man reference! <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's safe to call it. <laughs> I feel like we've made- Okay, this guy is clearly referencing Repo Man. So, it's- Do you think that, like, that's why he's Jeff the Killing People? Is because he's a repo man? Yeah, that's my theory now. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we're going to talk about, like, authorial influences, it's clear that whoever wrote this really loves repo men. <laughs> so I feel like... There's no way that he just, like, arbitrarily decided something and is just committing to the bit, right? Yeah, like, it... it I, that would be fucking stupid right <laughs> yeah I, I feel like this is more like Chekhov's <laughs> film reference like we're gonna see some some, some th this has to tie together somehow if it's mentioned more than once it has to tie together right either way it seems like a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and whoever commits to executing it should be executed yeah uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that the <laughs> the person responsible has already paid for their crimes uh <laughs> Saturday, a million years jail. <laughs> Saturday came around, and Jeff realized with disgust that he would have to go to the neighbor kid's birthday party later in the day. His mom was excited about it for some inexplicable reason, and every time Jeff told her he didn't want to pretend everything was fine after Leo took the fall for him, his mom started gaslighting him again to the point where he just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> 
they got dressed. I've been there too. (laughs) Yeah. We all have. Yep. Uh, He got dressed and walked down the stairs. Jesus Christ, Jeff, his mom said when she saw him. What are you wearing? My party clothes, he deadpanned. The fuck else would I wear to a party? (laughs) I'm not letting you greet our neighbors wearing a banana suit and elf shoes, his mother replied. (laughs) (laughs) Now go to your room and find some fancy clothes to wear. (laughs) You people don't know how to party, Jeff grumbled as he marched back up the stairs. (laughs) Are you okay? I just know the, I just know what the thumbnail for this video is gonna be, and I hate it already. I hate that I'm gonna have to draw it, <laughs> and I hate the author of this for making that the case. Yeah, oh, what a, what in a, a clearly orchestrated move. Yeah, knowing I would fall for the bait. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he rooted around in his closet, eventually finding a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions. He was still feeling petty, however, so he paired them with a white hoodie, specifically because he knew it would stain easily and his mom would get pissed about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're wearing that, his parents said as he reemerged. His mother looked at her watch, then groaned. Ugh, no time to change, let's just go. She herded Jeff and his father out the door, and they crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. When they arrived, Jeff saw that Barbara, just like his parents, was way overdressed. So this must be what my dad meant when he said bourgeois neighborhood, Jeff thought. The kids are out in the yard, Barbara said. Jeff, how about you go and meet some of them? Sensing a transition into the third act of this story, Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. (laughs) Uh, I'm a sucker for fourth wall breaks. I love them so much. They were running around in cowboy costumes. It makes you really feel scared and vulnerable. Like Jeff the Killer could come out at you. Yeah. Because he knows you're there and he's breaking the fourth. (laughs) (laughs) Really scary. Oh, yeah. So spooky. So scared. (laughs) Why are we reading this? It's so scary. The lights are turned off, and we ran out of hot cocoa, and I, I don't feel safe well, that's, anymore. That's why I told you to get that diaper, remember? Oh. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. They were running around in cowboy costumes and shooting at each other with plastic guns. <laughs> I can't believe I willingly set myself up for that bit. Uh, yeah. This is my bit I've constructed for myself. <laughs> yeah, you, you built a coffin for yourself. <laughs> I came to the mic late with that crinkle noise. I couldn't let you just go. <laughs> Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. Hey, want to play? He said. Guns are for cowards, Jeff replied. A real Sigma male like myself uses a sword. <laughs> <laughs> I think guns are cooler, the kid replied. So, I will say, it is interesting. This version of Jeff is explicitly more of an incel. Yeah. Do you do you think that he would have caught on uh, as a Tumblr sexy man if he still had that angle in in the modern iteration? Bold of you to assume Jeff the Killer is not already a Tumblr sexy man. No, I know he is. I'm <laughs> saying that if... He was an incel in the popular version if he would still be a Tumblr sexy man. Yeah, I think he if would. If he was a push-his-glasses-up, take-nothing-personal-kid-teleports-behind-you, mm. like Channer, 
You think he'd still be a Tumblr sexy man? Uh, yeah, I think the image is um, what people are uh, uh, horny see, for. So. See, see, here's the thing. I think that would make it more niche. Like, you'd have the weird freaks who, who'd who be really into it, but there'd only be a handful of them. Yeah. But they'd be weirder than the ones that are already out there now. I don't know. I feel like he'd at least be on the tier of um, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. See, I see him more on the tier of the people who want to fuck the puppet from Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> That's actually fair. Yeah. <laughs> and making him an incel would only put him a peg lower, which would, of course, be the puppet from Goosebumps. <laughs> you, you jumped the gun with this uh, discussion, because there's another line that, that sort of um, I'm sorry. supports your theory. <laughs> okay. okay. I think guns are cooler, the kid replied. Jeff looked down his nose at the insolent child. That just makes you a beta cuck. Whoa! <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so you still think you would be a Tumblr sexy man if yes. he was going around saying like, What's up, cuck? Stabby, stabby. Listen, I've been in the Elder Scrolls <laughs> fandom long enough to know that people will be horny some, for some rank-ass characters, so it does not surprise me. No, I am saying... Dev, I don't, I don't think you understand the shade I'm throwing. <laughs> I am placing that tier equal to the Slappy Fuckers. That's the same tier to me. That's fair, yeah. So that's where I'm placing him. The kid pouted, giving Jeff puppy dog eyes. Please play with us? Fine, said Jeff. Let me just get some go juice in me first. He slammed six shots of fireball whiskey, <laughs> wiped his lips... <laughs> <laughs> then put on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat that one more time? Start from... <laughs> Let me just get some go juice in me first. He slammed six shots of fireball whiskey, <laughs> wiped his lips, then put on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. <laughs> Uh, I think it's very funny that Jeff, the killer, likes to get white girl wasted. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. For how white he would be. <laughs> uh, it's a subversive literary masterpiece, Dev. I don't think you understand. <laughs> would have been very funny if this person had made the fireball whiskey the thing that turns his skin white, but I don't think they thought of that while they were writing this. <laughs> At first he thought it was ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been true Sigma male behavior, but it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off of Leo. So he played with the kids for a while, until he heard a noise. A weird rolling noise. Then it hit him. Randy, Drake, and Josh all jumped over the fence on their skateboards. Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy tossed her shutter shades aside and glared at Jeff, her eyes burning with hatred. Hello, Jeff? She said, her bruised nose scrunched up into a snarl. We have some unfinished business. Man, the way that she she's saying it there, it almost makes it feel like the way she's saying it's spelled with a G instead of a J. <laughs> and that's just fucking disrespectful. Uh, oh, I just got that joke. All right. There we go. <laughs> I think we're even, actually, Jeff replied, his voice a little slurred from the whiskey. <laughs> I think... I beat the crap out of you. You got my brother arrested. Randy grinned maliciously. 
oh no, I don't go for even. I go for winning. Now sit still while I rip your balls off and shove them down your throat. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Harsher language than the uh, than the original one. Megan! <laughs> that is something Megan would say. I don't know if it's something Miranda Cosgrove would say. It was definitely something Megan No, actually, Megan vice versa. No, that's something Miranda Cosgrove would say, but not Megan. <laughs> okay, fair enough. She rushed at Jeff and raised her skateboard high, winding up to bring it down on Jeff's head. He dodged, and her skateboard snapped in half when it met the ground. Randy swung her broken skateboard again, mouth foaming with rage. Kids were screaming and parents were running out of the house. After several repetitions of this, Drake and Josh realized embarrassingly late that there was a fight happening (laughs) and pulled out guns. Oh my god. No one interrupts or guts will fly, they said. Uh, Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. He screamed and fell to his knees, clutching the wound as blood gushed over his fingers. As he keeled over in pain, Randy grabbed a bottle of vodka off a nearby picnic table and swung it at Jeff's head. It made a thunking noise, but it didn't shatter. As it happened, vodka bottles were quite difficult to break. And after a few more fruitless attempts, Randy gave up, unscrewed the bottle, and poured the vodka all over Jeff instead. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? Randy taunted. Are you scared? You can tell that he was a little more hung up on the realism. Yeah. (laughs) As Jeff sat there curled up on the grass, dazed from all the blows and approximately 24 ounces of fireball, he got that strange feeling again. It mounted within him. He got that yee-yee sensation. (laughs) He he about to take that horse to the Old Town Road. (laughs) And stab till he can't no more. It mounted within him until his vision went red with bloodlust. He didn't just want to hurt Randy anymore. He wanted to kill her. He wanted to kill everybody. There, there, Jeff, said a smooth, melodic voice. The sun will shine on tomorrow. A beacon of light shone down from the heavens, piercing through Jeff's murderous rage. He looked up at the source of the light to see a silhouetted figure standing over him. The figure stepped out of the light, and his face became visible. Oh my god. Jeff- is this Jesus Christ? <laughs> it might be. Jeff- is Jeff the Killer about to be saved by by our Lord and Savior? Uh, I think he's about to be saved by someone better. Jeff's lip quivered as he stared up at the visage, smiling down at him, encircled in a golden halo. J- Jude Law? Is it really you? Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) Yes, it is I, Jude Law said. In the soothing tones of Lemony Snicket, his character in a series of unfortunate events. The Nickelodeon one with Jim Carrey, not the good one on Netflix. (laughs) I have come to you in your hour of need. So how do we feel about that um, twist? Most creepypastas have a twist ending, but this one has a twist middle. Yeah, the the whole third act is a whole twist, apparently. Whoa. Um, Fascinating. So so if that's not where he becomes the Jeff the Killer... Then where does he become the Jeff the Killer? I don't know. When does he start when does Jeff he... the Killing people? Yeah, when does he... <laughs> we had the exact same thought at the same time. I was about to say that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Alright, well, I, I gotta piss, so let's... let's take yeah, a that's a good back. place. This is a good place for a break. Yeah. <laughs> All 
right, we are all refilled on our go juice <laughs> and ready to read the second half. Yeah, yeah. The uh, this this unseen until now um, second half of Jeff the Killer. That is factually accurate. Yeah, <laughs> that is factually. That is factually accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand, said Jeff, trembling in awe as he knelt before this divine beacon of hope. <laughs> you have great potential, Jeffrey Woods, he said. You've studied the blade well, but I can help you become so much more. He reached out to Jeff. Take my hand. Jeff took Jude Law's hand, who then helped him to his feet. Randy and her goons, who had all been standing there looking stupid for this entire exchange, backed away slowly as Jeff followed his new mentor out of the neighbor's house. Jude Law took Jeff to a large, pristine building on the edge of town, with the words Jude Law's Martial Arts Academy emblazoned on the front. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life's work, he said to Jeff, gesturing to the building. Uh, Apologize about my terrible British accent, by the way. Don't apologize. They deserve it. <laughs> he opened... I'm not going to say that it's a good one. I'm just saying that, no, they have it coming. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, he opened the front door, which led into a dojo where 40 or 50 young men, just like Jeff, were congregated, arranged in formation and drilling martial arts exercises. Here, I instruct special children like you in the way of Wing Chun, the martial art I learned from Robert Downey Jr. on the set of Sherlock Holmes. Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs> I, Everybody wait chung tonight. <laughs> I always told everyone on Reddit that you were the best part of that movie, Jeff said, but they never listened. Oh my God. Jude Law looked down at him, smiling serenely. I was listening, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he then gestured towards the stairwell. Upstairs are your dormitory and the cafeteria if you need to eat. I imagine you could use a bit of eggs and toast after drinking all that fireball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's real. Yeah. Jeff looked up at Jude Law, eyes sparkling with wonder. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Sensei. He did. (laughs) He did as Jude Law recommended, eating, cleaning up, and settling into his dorm. At night, when he put on Repo Men and crawled under the covers, he felt more calm than he had been in the past few days. But as his eyes began to close, that same weird feeling came back to him. It was faint, but it was there, clawing at his subconscious. (laughs) I'm going to give you a minute. (laughs) No, keep going. Okay. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. Okay. This is captivating. Yeah. I wish this had been the draft that got famous. Yeah, I am being painted a word picture. <laughs> uh, so Jeff's skills improved quickly. Jude Law even told Jeff many times that he was his greatest student and could even be his right-hand man one day. After many long nights of training, Jeff no longer needed a sword to cut Dr. Pepper cans. He could chop them in two with his bare hands. Oh my god. <laughs> At night, sometimes he would lay awake wondering what happened to Leo, or maybe getting that weird feeling again. But it always went away during the day as Jude Law helped him hone his combat skills. <laughs> On the- He's training <laughs> a future unstoppable- Well- and this, and this version explains how he's so good at killing stuff a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I will like say the, that. The original version is just like, what, so some 
burn victim with a KitchenAid is the is fucking the thing that's gonna end you, you kinda deserve that. I'm not scared by that. Whereas this is a guy who has been studying the blade since childhood. This guy I mean, to his credit. <laughs> yeah. I mean this fucking the canon Jeff the Killer, let's be honest, dies of a skin infection three victims in. <laughs> yeah. On the eve of the solstice, after a long day of training, Jude Law called Jeff to meet him in his private study. The room was covered wall-to-wall in bookshelves full of scientific manuals, atlases, obscure texts, and DVDs of Jude Law's entire filmography. (laughs) All of the furniture was vintage, ornately carved mahogany. Jude Law sat behind his desk, tracing an antique brass protractor along a faded map. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me? So now he's got, like, this fucking villain den? I guess so. It's starting to get a little... sussy. Yeah. Jeff approached. You asked to see me, Sensei? Yes, Jeff. He put down the protractor and looked up at Jeff, taking his spectacles off and st- stowing them in the inside pocket of his tweed tailcoat. Uh, it's time I let you in on my larger plan. He stood up and turned to face the back wall, scanning a shelf. You recall the film Repo Men, yes? Oh, so it's, it's paying off. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Chekhov's Repo Men. How could I forget, Jeff oh my said. God. It's my favorite movie. The critics were unfair, and it should have made far more at the box office than it did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this author is dying on this hill. Yeah, huh? I mean, you know, if that's the hill you want to die on, fine. There's worse ones. At least you're dead. <laughs> I agree, said Jude Law. But I think even the directors of that movie could never have known its true potential. He pulled out a book from his shelf, and there was a loud clunking noise. With lots of labored creaking, the shelves parted, revealing a hidden passage. Oh my god. (laughs) Jude Law stepped into it, beckoning for Jeff to follow him. Organs aren't cheap, Jude Law explained as they walked down the hall, nor are they easy to get. But he stopped right in front of a door on the right and opened it, gesturing inside. It's considerably more efficient to clone them. Um... Um, well, that's a twist I didn't see coming. Excuse me? (laughs) The room was a massive lab. Jude Law led him further inside, showing him rows of suspension tanks full of human organs at various stages of growth. These are our early attempts, Jude Law explained, but we found that they couldn't last long enough on their own. He gestured across the aisle at a table where two scientists were working on something. Jeff peered at their table. When he saw what it was, he reeled back in horror. Is that... He swallowed. Is that a cybernetic heart? Oh my god. (laughs) Yes, Jude Law replied. We've been able to produce them using the technology from my cybernetic implants, which they gave me for my role in AI artificial intelligence. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you play a male prostitute in that one? That's not important, Jude Law replied. (laughs) 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 What's important is that we can make Repo Man a reality. Well, I, I could have delivered that line a lot better, but how do you feel about that twist? Whoa! I just I want to check in I, where your where your thoughts and emotions just, are. What's, what's your vibe at? I don't like, I don't know how I'm gonna feel until I see how this all come comes together. All right. It's just it's, how, how do you react to a twist like that? Except to go next. Tell me more. Tell <laughs> <Yeah>. me more. <laughs> Jeff blinked. Wasn't the whole point of that movie to show how playing with people's lives like that has very bad ethical implications? But there's so much more to it than loaning out organs, Jude Law continued as if he hadn't heard Jeff's response. 
We can use the genetic science we've learned to rule the world, to make an army of people with superior strength, agility, and intelligence, with unlimited access to cybernetically modified organs. I, we, could achieve immortality. Parentheses, 1998. <laughs> I'm taking it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was the movie that Jude Law was in. Yeah, <laughs> indeed that was. I don't know what movie that... Have you seen that movie? Nope. <laughs> nope, me neither. Okay. Jude Law stopped in front of a large elevator at the end of the room, pressing the button. The doors slid open and he gestured inside. The time has come, Jeff, he said with a hopeful, albeit somewhat deranged, smile. You are ready to join our order. Jeff stepped inside, riding down the elevator in silence. What had he gotten himself into? Over the past few months, Jude Law had been a better father to him than his own parents had been. <laughs> but this was just Especially a better father than his mother. <laughs> uh, this was just too much. The elevator came to a halt and the doors opened. Jeff followed Jude Law out into a vast room that looked like a large cave converted into a hideout with a very similar aesthetic to Pitch's lair in Rise of the Guardians, <laughs> complete with a black globe in it as its centerpiece. <laughs> Jude Law gestured out into the courtyard and Jeff's jaw dropped at the side. Behold, Jude Law said, all the king's men. Parentheses 2006. <laughs> the the courtyard was filled with hundreds of young men each wearing black geese staring up at him with cold ruthless eyes he turned back to look at jude law who was grinning triumphantly join me jeff jude law said putting a hand on his shoulder and together we can rule the world jeff stared out at the army of super soldier teens for a long time his thoughts racing at last, he stepped away from Jude Law, brushing his hand off his shoulder. No, Jeff said, with a defiant glare. This is wrong. I will have no part in it. Whoa. Whoa, <laughs> he's Jeff the standing up for himself. <laughs> I love using Jeff the blank as a verb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he's Jeff the standing up to evil, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jude Law's grin morphed into a snarl. If you refuse to join me, Jude Law growled, then I have no choice but to strike you down. With lightning speed, Jude Law grabbed Jeff by the collar and yanked him forward. Before Jeff could register what was happening, he was flying through the air, compelled by Jude Law's superhuman strength, as he tossed Jeff into the middle of the crowd of super soldiers. Repo men, Jude Law bellowed, addressing his army. Destroy him! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's all the king's repo men. (laughs) (laughs) All the king's immortal repo men. Uh, (laughs) uh, Jeff, hey, move over, Super Who Locked. We have a new (laughs) ultimate crossover in town (laughs) of movies that I haven't seen. (laughs) Jeff, the immortal king's repo men. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff whipped out his katana, standing at the ready. Hordes of other psychopathic teenagers rushed at him with murderous intent. But Jeff had spent his entire life studying the blade, and they were all outmatched. He hacked and slashed his way through the crowd, blood spattering across the ground and severed limbs flailing through the air. Whoa! (laughs) That weird feeling which he had pushed down and ignored for so long broke free, imbuing Jeff with killer instincts that outmatched every one of his assailants. Whoa! Within minutes, all the hundreds of super killers were now dead, reduced to mangled piles of corpses. Whoa! 
That was kind of epic. Whoa! Holy shit! Yeah, that was that was poggers, dude. Yeah. If that was if Jeff the Killer was a Mortal Kombat character, that would be his finisher. Yeah. See, I was picturing kind of like the the fight scene from Kill Bill. You know oh yeah. One? Yeah, that's a real good one. Jeff turned back to face Jude Law, who was sitting on a marble throne that Jeff had somehow missed before. <laughs> <laughs> the steps and his shoes were slippery with blood, but he marched up anyway, ready to face his mentor in combat. There is one thing I never got to show you, Jeff, Jude Law boomed. The true power of our technology to transform a man into a killing machine. An eerie grin split his face. Uh-oh. I know you still wonder about what happened to your brother. Jeff froze. He stared up at Jude Law, a dreadful mix of rage and terror coiling within him. The realization hit like a knife in his chest. What have you done to Leo? Jeff demanded. Ironic. <laughs> that something hit his uh his heart like a knife uh yeah yeah see for yourself jude law said he pressed a button on the armrest of his throne and a large cage descended from the ceiling it landed on the ground then with the hiss of hydraulics several layers of locks began to open <laughs> the doors slid open revealing the massive silhouette of a creature no not a creature it was leo whoa <laughs> whoa Oh, He's been gramorphified. Shit's really popping off. Uh, <laughs> half of his body was now coated in cybernetics, blinking lights and wires visible between sleek metallic panels. What remained of his skin was raw, covered in stretch marks from rapid, intense muscle gain. His face, once so full of life, was now scrunched into perpetual visage of rage. <laughs> the Leo cyborg lurched out of its cage groaning and dragging a massive buster sword behind it whoa which made sparks as it scraped across the stone floor <laughs> whoa holy shit <laughs> yeah it's kind of intimidating honestly i wouldn't want to fuck with that no me neither leo it's me jeff pleaded holding back tears it's me your brother the leo cyborg snarled flecks of spit flying out of its foaming mouth it swung its sword at Jeff, the massive blade sweeping out in a semicircle and taking a gust of wind with it. Jeff leapt back, narrowly dodging a strike that would have snapped his spine. He ducked and dodged as the feral monster continued its ruthless assault, calling out to whatever remained of his brother and begging it to stop. But it didn't listen. At last, Jeff realized he couldn't stall any longer. Paragraph indentation. He would have to kill his own brother. <laughs> Whoa! That <laughs> yeah. dramatic timing. Jeff vaulted off Leo's cage, doing a spinning backflip in the air, driving his sword downward toward the Leo cyborg's head. <laughs> it tried to dodge, but it, was, it wasn't swift enough, and Jeff's sword buried itself in the beast's shoulder. He pulled the blade out to wind up for another strike, sending a spray of blood through the air. But before he could begin his next attack, he heard a squelching noise. He looked at the beast and realized its wound was healing itself. Whoa! Tendons, holy shit! Tendons rebinding and pulling the flesh back together again. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that's very visceral. That's that's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool actually. <laughs> it's got a Wolverine healing factor. <laughs> yeah, maybe more like Deadpool. Uh, well, yeah, that's <laughs> where Deadpool's factor comes. He's yeah, except yeah. Deadpool is ugly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> The Leo cyborg spun around and stared. Whereas Wolverine, quite fuckable. <laughs> a mountable little manlet. An MLM. 
if you will. We, we have to move on. <laughs> you look like you're uncomfortable talking about how fuckable Wolverine is. I am. Uh, <laughs> Leo Cyborg spun around and stared Jeff down in evil, inhuman fire behind its eyes. Air began to swirl around it, and then it launched itself upwards. It lodged its buster sword into the ground, then balanced on the hilt in a ninja pose. Whoa. Jude Law laughed wickedly from behind Jeff, shifting in his seat and interlacing his fingers. Wait until you see the true power of my creations, Jude Law said in an, omin- an ominous timbre to his voice. The Leo cyborg brought its hands together in front of it and began to make motions with them. Oh my god. When it finished, it aimed no its way. hands at Jeff, then bellowed, Katon! Fire bleach no jutsu! What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Cut on. <laughs> a huge blast exploded out of his hands, sending a comet of fire and bleach blazing towards Jeff. Oh my god! He tried to dodge, but the blast was too big, and it quickly engulfed him. The burn was excruciating. The bleach sucking all the color out of his skin as the fire melted and morphed his flesh. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. (laughs) In the middle of this agonizing pain, staring up at the hideous, genetically altered cyborg beast that was once his brother, now bombarding him with a hail of flames and oxyclean, something within him broke. In a world where life was so mundane, so expendable, that any ordinary man could tamper with it in any way he wished, there could never be any significance to it. Humanity was little more than an arbitrary idea, a lie we tell ourselves to distance us from the brutality of nature. And in that moment, whatever part of Jeff that still hung on to that lie finally let it go. All that remained was that strange feeling which always lay at the back of his head, the primal instinct to kill. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty raw. And brutal. (laughs) That's like uh, something Jared Leto's Joker would say. <laughs> no. That's something Jared Leto thinks his Joker would say. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> what what was just there was actually kind of cool. I can't believe I'm saying that about Jeff the Killer, but that's kind of cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it too. Jeff screeched and launched himself into the air, sending a flurry of strikes raining down on the beast. The Leo cyborg tried to dodge and swing its buster sword around to give its wounds a chance to heal, but Jeff's strikes were too swift, each slash tearing a new hole in its flesh. As he hacked away at the beast, bathing in the blood of the creature that was once his own brother, a smile started to form on his face. It grew and grew until his lips tore at the seams, and he still kept smiling. One final slash was all it took. Jeff sliced open the Leo cyborg's throat, spraying blood everywhere. Jeff stood directly under the fountain of red gushing out of his brother's throat, letting it quench the fire and cool his bleached skin. Holy shit. (laughs) Jeff turned slowly towards the throne, eyes wide and smiling maniacally. Jude Law's face paled, and he started to get up. But before he could run away, before he could even get out of his seat, Jeff dashed up to the throne, towering before him. You leave me no choice, Jude Law, Jeff said, grinning maliciously. He raised his katana with pure bloodlust in his eyes. I'm going to Jeff the kill you. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that's how I got my scars, Jeff the Killer finished. Oh my god! <laughs> I stared at the pale-faced man for a long time, shifting uncomfortably beneath my covers. Did you break into my house just to tell me your life story, Mr. Killer? I finally asked. No, I broke in to kill you, Jeff the Killer replied. <laughs> <laughs> but something about you reminded me of... He paused. Ah, it doesn't matter. He tussled my hair. Take care, kid. <laughs> I heard <laughs> I heard footsteps coming up the stairs, and before I could say anything else, Jeff the Killer yeeted himself through my window, shattering the glass. My father came in, and we both stared out the window, watching the pale-faced killer vanish into the distance. Oh my God. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face. Those cold, beady eyes, and those weirdly plump, glossy lips curled into an eerie grin. I know for sure that they will never leave my head. Or my name isn't Jared Leto. Whoa! It's <laughs> some backstory. That explains everything! Yep. Police are still on the lookout for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in the story, please contact your local police department. That's the end of the um, news article with uncharacteristically vivid detail. <laughs> yeah. Well, back then, they used to be able to pay their writers more, so they wrote better articles. How do you, uh, I want to get your, your thoughts and feelings on this first draft of Jeff the Killer. Well, I'm disappointed in a lot of the changes that were made in the final <laughs> version. Um, I feel like the, the relationship between Jeff and Jude Law is the real heart of the narrative. The fact that he, uh, he loses sight of his brother in favor of this manipulative figure that twists him into the monster he becomes. Yeah. I think that that's, like, the core of what could have been a really interesting character. Yeah. Um, but nah, it's dumbed down, dumbed down for millennials <laughs> who just want to click everything on their phone these days and copy pasta everything. Yeah. No room for subtlety. <laughs> I don't know. I think this version sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> anyway, happy Halloween, everybody. Go put some razor blades and some candy. We'll see yeah, you next time. Happy Halloween. Just uh, go go down some uh, um, six shots of Fireball whiskey. <laughs> go drink your go juice and go Jeff to kill some people. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank Aria for the use of our theme music. You can find a link to her card down below with uh, links to her socials, her music, that sort of thing. Please check it out. Joan, do you have any pluggables? Uh, yeah. You can go and uh, howl at the moon until you turn into a wolf. No projects you want to? No. No plugs? Just just howl and go, oh, Just howl, yeah. And and um, also subscribe to my Patreon because all of my projects have been put on hold at the moment for financial reasons. So I, I don't like being that guy, but if you could support financially, that'd be really, really great. And um, happy Halloween. We'll see you on the next episode. See ya, space Jeff the Killer. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> this episode sucks. Yeah. <laughs>